Welcome to the 9th Annual Anime Oscars, where we celebrate the best and the brightest from the 2019 year in anime, brought to you by the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I am here with the whole gang. I have Mandy. Mandy, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. I'm wearing a suit, and but, yeah. but don't make no mistake, true to form, I am not wearing pants. And we also have I, Mason. I didn't get the memo. I should have wore a suit. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have pants on. Uh, we expect nothing less of you, Mitsugi, as in literally how could you wear anything less than no pants? Well, listen, this is all thanks to you because I saw you wearing a bow tie and I said, wow, my just plain gray t-shirt won't cut it. So I ran into the bedroom and put on a suit just for the listeners. But again, Peer pressure. Sh- just for the listeners, baby. I should have. And I was like, I don't know how to tie a tie. <laughs> and of course, I should mention that this presentation is brought to you by JList.com. Guys, remember JList and JBox.com are a leading source on the internet for all of your anime, video game, anime figure, and Japanese snack shopping needs. JList is your friend in Japan, and they have a tremendous selection of most any anime or Japan related merchandise you could possibly want. So be sure to visit JList.com or their non adult mirror site, JBox.com. For all of your anime shopping needs, but the uh, the task at hand here is to discuss and celebrate the 2019 year of anime, and what a great year it was! It certainly it. was a year. I'll give it that much. <laughs> so we have a list here of some of our favorite shows from the year, of course, and we also have a lot of comments from the audience as well, and the listeners, and of course our Discord channel too. But do we have any? Uh, does anybody have any special thoughts about 2019 before we dive right into our top ten lists from the year? Um. Yeah. Like I have. I ended up liking a lot of shows this year. Thing, and I feel like I went into every season going, "Eh, this looks a little weak." But I end up finding a lot of shows that I really loved and enjoyed. So it was a little hard for me to do my top ten because there are some shows I was like, "I really like this show, but I don't have room for it." You've become adept at, at finding the diamond in the rough. Oh, yeah. You just, you just <laughs> never lose hope, Mandy. Yeah, I think for me, I have some regrets from this year's Anime Oscars because there were some shows from this, from this last year that I finished prior to submitting the nominations for the Anime Oscars, and those shows really weren't represented in the polling, and so I feel kind of bad. I don't know if they would have won or not, We'll get to that in a minute, but there were definitely some shows that I would have added in retrospect, but I guess I'll just give like the small shout out for that show and then we'll just have to accept the fact that it's not on the list. So how about you, Mason? Anything? Um, I'm with Mandy. I think that each season I was like, uh, this is not, this is going to be a rough one. This isn't going to be that great. And there was always some that really surprised me, but looking back, there was no, there wasn't like a ton of like game changing shows where I'm like, oh, this is like a new favorite or a new thing that I'm just like, this is like the pinnacle of what anime has to offer. Like, I feel like 2020 uh, will have in store. So, no, a bunch of really solid shows, but no like new favorites in my in my book. Okay, well, there's certainly a lot to get through. We have um, 
a very long sort of presentation for you today. We're going to be talking about our favorites from 2019. We have a lot of listener statistics from our Discord and from our listener base about their favorite shows and a variety of different categories like their favorite seasons. And we have a lot of different interesting polling items for you to go through. And then, of course, we're going to get to the award ceremony but first, our top 10 list from 2019, just to kind of give you a little reminder of some of the gems that were sitting out there from 2019. And then maybe even you'll find some great stuff to put on a list for yourself to watch at home. Treat it, treat it as a recommendation list, if you will. So, Mandy, would you like to go first? I think if we just go right from 10 to... Would you, would you, would you like to go one at a time, all the way from 10 to 1, or should we just go 10, 9, 8, 7 together? Um... I, let's all just do our own private list and like I'll do mine and then we'll move it on to Mason you okay and uh, yeah so my number 10 was a tie because I had a really hard time deciding it's actually almost a three-way tie because I couldn't decide which one I like the most but right now I have Moda Zushi season 2 and Jojo part 5 on mine because I ended up loving both of them and um, I had a lot of fun I was also debating Dororo but Dororo had some issues with uh, animation in there that maybe just bump it down a little bit more but I did love all of them and then number nine I had given because mm. I so true to my heart I love that show so much and um, especially for a newer BL series I think it's one of the best that I have seen and I think you're, then number, I think, I think you're speaking for Enzo as well who's not here but yes. surely it would have been an <laughs> Enzo's list as well oh for sure uh, number eight I have Beastars it's not out for everybody yet but trust me, when it comes out, you guys should check it out. Uh, seven, Kaguya-sama, because it, Love is War, because it's so funny, and the direction is fantastic, and the OP is probably my favorite this year. Uh, number six was Promised Neverland, because that one is... I mean, it was. I thought it was fantastic for uh, what it was, especially with the... Um, I do think the manga is a little bit better, but I love the characters in Promised Neverland so much. And then there's Set is on My for what Kuni um, Ikuhara did. His directing in that is fantastic, and I actually learned more about that series that blew my mind, because <laughs> there was a bunch of AR shit with it as well. It was great. And then uh, Run With The Wind, fantastic. And I'll just I'll move this all along a little bit faster. Number three is Mob Psycho Season 2, 2 Demon Slayer, and then number one is Vinland Saga, Ooh, one of my Vinland favorite series Saga. of all time. I was taking up a little bit too much time, so I had to speed it up. <laughs> no worries. Did you want to say anything about Villain Saga, though? Like, being your number one and something yeah. that you've been having your eye on for years yes. now? Yes, because I love the manga. It's my favorite manga series, but for so long, I thought, this is going to be, a, like, this is never going to get an adaptation. Like, no one is really all that interested in Vikings. I, was, I never thought they'd be able to do it because of how much action there is. And what, what Studio did with it, I think they did a really good job. There are, of course, I do think the action in the manga is a little bit better, but it's what they managed to accomplish with it is really I thought they did a really good job so props to Wit Studio and Vincent Saga Wit Studio is crushing it they always do a great job yeah. so Mason yeah so I'll go from 10 to 1 I think the name of the game is picking weird odd unique things that <laughs> surprised me um I originally had more stuff spread out on my list, and I kind of congregated a couple uh, at one slot, so we'll get to that later. But number 10 was Bungo Stray Dogs Season 3. I think uh, this 
show is not for everyone, but it has a weird aesthetic of if you're really into authors and literature, the appeal it gives is unique. Um, number nine I had was Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Mandy touched on it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, also equally funny was Outburst Dreamer Boys at number eight. I was just so surprised on how much I enjoyed that show for how dumb and stupid it was. Um, there's a show later up on my list that will have a very similar reason for being there. Number seven was Run With The Wind. I actually forgot that we could count it because it you know, came out at the end of 2018 and bled over in 2019. And, I mean, dumbbells and stuff, I've, I know I've been working out before, but Run With The Wind was like, I watched and I was like, I need to run. I have to run. And it inspired me to run <laughs> way more than I was expecting. And it had a baller soundtrack that I listen to to this day. So got to give it credit. Number six was Modazushi season two. Uh, I mean, I was kind of negative on it. And I'm like, oh, it's not as good as season one, but it's still a real darn good time. And I enjoyed it. Uh, number five was Villain Saga for me. There you it's, go. It's good. It's it's good. Number four was similar to Outburst Dreamer Boys was Take My Brother Away season three. Uh, I'll stick to my guns. This show is literally perfect at knowing how much time it has and does everything with that to be as enjoyable and goofy as possible. And I enjoy it. Um, number three is a three-way tie between three shows that oh. I've seen very little of, but I know that one of them is going to be like some of my favorite stuff and I'm so excited to talk about them. That's Chihayafuru Season 3, Beastars, and Blade of the Immortal are all just ones that I have not finished, but I know confidently that they would be at the top of my list. Uh, number two was Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season because it is so adorable. And number one show for me was Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, uh, overcoming wow. my hipster tendencies and just embracing how dang good that show just looked and felt and sounded and i appreciate it immensely yeah i haven't gotten to attack on titan season three part two yet otherwise i'm sure it would be on my list but based on what i've heard from it it's just a great show and i'm hoping to get to that one pretty soon uh Heck do you want to yeah. say any, do you want to say anything else about about attack on titan no i've i've talked about it a little bit before but you know i've thought season one was fine if that season two was not great season three part one was a step in the right direction but something about it was all brought together in a very satisfying way and just was such a satisfying watch and another phenomenal soundtrack by Sawano that is full of bangers and in both parts of season three, Levi has the best action scenes <laughs> like the animation yeah. in both of those scenes is so good it, it it's just so well done. All right, well, I'm going to run through mine here. I'll, I'll probably only touch on the ones that haven't already been, already been mentioned. <clears throat> Number 10, uh, Dumbbells. Too much fun, too much macho. You know, I, I really enjoy that. I think that that show inspired a lot of people to go work out. I feel like I feel like we should have, like, a T-shirt for people who got inspired by that show so we can identify them in the gym or something. We should. Uh, we should have a T-shirt, then people will just bust out of it. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's true. Yeah. Could, we would make so much money because they'd have to keep buying new exactly. ones. Exactly. It could be like an intentionally thin and weak shirt so people can practice like busting their shirt out like Hulk Hogan. Exactly. So just, we only sell them in sizes extra small so people get that extra <laughs> assistance. Just a lot of fun. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't like a groundbreaking anime, but I mean, the comedy was was there a lot of the time, and I enjoyed you know watching people weightlift in the anime form. Uh, Dororo. Good show. I enjoyed watching it. It had some great fight scenes. It had some touching moments. People seem to enjoy Dodo quite a lot. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in there with that crowd. 
Demon Slayer, of course, doesn't not a whole lot needs to be said. Promise Neverland at number seven. Rising with with the, of the Shield Hero at number six, sort of controversial pick. Um, I really love Raptalia. She was she was she was great. She was like one of my best girls for the year. And um, I know there's two more seasons of that coming out, so hope, hopefully we'll see something. Uh, some, maybe they'll add to that series and, and uh, give us something that we're not expecting. Run with the Wind, you know, I nominated for best sports anime. Just a just a touching sort of great drama that everybody I think everybody would love if they've seen it. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Can't remember. Can't forget that show. I, I I have a sucker for slimes from Dragon Quest, and so watching that little slime bounce around just kind of just warm my heart right just in the right way the next two are no surprise mob psycho 100 season two is just too good you know there's just mob is just too great of a character and the action scenes were too too awesome to not have it a high on the list vinland saga at number two it doesn't need to be said anything else about that um, we, we all love vinland saga and it was my number one of the year until i finished the my number one which is my regret for the anime Oscars this year is that it didn't get nominated really, um, and I would have nominated it surely. But Doctor Stone, my number one of uh, number of 2019, just literally just took off like a missile after about the first seven or eight episodes had finished, and Senku just becoming one of my favorite anime characters very quickly, and um, you know his like bromance with Chrome, the other like science user in that anime, just like. I love how Dr. Stone did something with Shonen that it's like a lot of Shonen, they just fight each other and they're punching and kicking, whatever. Dr. Stone is like, it's like that in that it's superhuman, but it's superhuman like science. You know, we're going to build a smartphone from like things that are just sitting around like in the wild or we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to create hydroelectric power. Watching them create all that stuff is just so entertaining. And the old man in the show that like makes glass and you know the woodworking or whatever every time he sees he has something challenging to make he just loses his shit i love i love it so dr stone was uh was a huge surprise coming out of nowhere so so yeah interesting, so, interesting. Some good some good top picks doctors dr stone vinland saga attack on titan season three part two all at our top all the top of the list so i think we covered pretty much everything that needs to be covered on that on this list um again yeah. huge huge thank you to everybody who is our fans and supplement have supported us through 2019 you guys are um, the blood and life of the podcast all of you watching live on twitch you know if you want to if you want to help out the podcast and um, support us you can do it on our website at aaapodcast.com slash join we love you all you make it possible and um, we do our after parties and our hobby addicts and our hentai episodes just for you and um, i hope that you'll listen and that you'll sign up and that you also join our discord do you guys want to talk about the discord for a minute before we jump into more of 2019? Um, uh, just, you know, plug the anime club. We're continuing Hanasaka Iriha on the, what is it, the 26th? So, you know, if you were there for that, come back. We'd love to have you. But I think the more exciting thing Andy has to talk about. Yeah, so this Wednesday the 19th, we are doing our Shonen Showdown, where we are reading the first volumes of Gintama, Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto. I have them here next to me in case you are watching live. And it's going to be really exciting because this is something that we would like to continue doing with other shonen series. And now it's branching out to maybe doing a shoujo showdown or sports showdown. So please come, check it out, and uh, I mean, talk to us about some good show or shonen. I think series. this is going to be such a fun meeting. I'm so excited yeah. for it. 
I am trying to prepare myself for a larger turnout than what we usually get, so some things may Mayhem. change a little. Mayhem. So definitely go to the Discord, and you'll get all the information there that you need. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mason, would you like to talk about some of our listeners' favorite shows from the year? Uh, yeah, so I guess we can jump into that now. So this is, you know, a side survey poll that I used to put together b before we did a lot of this anime asker stuff kind of tangentially where instead of being gridlocked into the selections of the the hosts and the the podcast that like do submissions listeners have a chance to you know write whatever they want and we congregate it so essentially we had a bunch of people help out a ton of people and put stuff we had over 70 different anime represented um and I figured we could go through the top 10 shows, well, some honorable mentions really quick, and as well as, uh, if you, I'm not going to go through all the numbers, but if you go to our podcast document, you can see who uh, passed and who is the best host accordingly. So according to our listeners on Discord, uh, the number 10 show was Fruits Basket, which was passed by Mandy. So one point for her. The number nine show <laughs> was Beastars, also passed by Mandy. So one point Woo! for her. Show number off. eight show was Run With The Wind, also passed by Mandy. So man, show she's off. up three to nothing. I call shenanigans. Uh, number seven was The Promised Neverland, which was passed by Kazuo. Number six well, he's not was Dororo, uh, rest in peace, uh, passed by Enzo. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so it's three to one to zero to zero to one. Um, number five was Demon Slayer, passed by Mandy. Number four was Sarazanmai, passed by Enzo. Number three was Villain Saga, passed by Mandy. Number two was Mob Psycho 100, season two, passed by Enzo. And number one, Attack on Titan, season three, part two, passed by absolutely nobody. We all fail. <laughs> but, uh, so... Well, it was outside of our rule. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was. I, I didn't so get Mitz, in that list You got at nothing. All. You got nothing. nothing. Well, in, so, fairness, so, in fairness, Mason, you got nothing as well. But uh, So I got one of the honorable mentions. Oh, uh, our okay. honorable mentions were Curl and Tuesday, Come on. which, you know, hadn't finished at the time. Uh, Chiyafaru season three, which hadn't finished. Uh, Jojo season five, which was both in last year's list as well. Uh, Kaguya-sama, Shield Hero, and Dr. Stone all got honorable mentions as well. Wow. Um it's interesting, you know, Dororo, which was a number six, and Fruits Basket at number ten, was on no one's, like, number one choice. You know, they all made people's top ten lists, but it was never someone's favorite. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Demon Slayer, by far, appeared on the most number of lists, and with over on 80% of people had it marked somewhere between one to ten. Um, and of the people who... Of, of the shows, they might not have gotten a ton of votes, but people who did have uh, Sarazanmai and Run With The Wind on their list tended to have them very highly rated. So, you know, people who watched these shows either really liked it or, like, they weren't neutral on it. They, they tend to like those shows. So I thought that was very interesting. If you compare the host average of the scores we've given to these shows, uh, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Enzo's score across the the you know top 10 was a 4.3 out of 5 uh mandy's was a 4.1 out of 5 mitts you gave a 4.0 out of 5 uh my score was a little bit lower i mm. gave a 3.1 out of 5 to what our listeners consider the best shows of 2019 so 
Mason hates everything. So, though, you so. know, just apply the Mason curve factor into uh, yeah. all my scores from now on. And that, that has been a thing. We've talked about the Mason. That's curve. how you'll get your answer of what a good show is. So just add a point to everything I've given and that will that will do it. So more numbers in there, but. Why does the bottom of this that. table say no mitts with a frowny face at the bottom? Uh, it's because you didn't pass any of the shows that uh, that were on this list. I can't help if I'm in like a whole different like plane of thought here. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I might be out in left field. I might be getting senile in my old age, but damn it, I'm trying. Well, I also think you have to consider that Enzo and Kazuro sometimes will just try to pick the most popular shows at the beginning of a season. Mm-hmm. No, they're not as adventurous. They're not pushing the envelope like you. So I think wow. you can pat yourself on the back with that. Wow. I would, but I can't. I don't think I can reach behind me with this suit jacket on. <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, m- metaphorical pat on the back, maybe. I don't know. So moving on. And this, this next thing is probably actually one of my favorite things to look at, which is the, what the listeners consider to be the best season of the year. Mm. And kind of how I do we it. objectively rate that? So I have it in three different ways. First, we asked each listener what they thought the best season was by whatever metric that they want to use, whether it had their favorite shows, whether all the shows in that season were the best or what have you. Um, By far, 34.4% of people said spring was the best. Interesting. Followed by winter. So, you know, those those were the top two when people were asked which their favorite is. However, if you break the the... all the shows, all 70 shows that got votes on lists and saw what season they were within, it was almost a 25% even split across all four seasons. So each season generated shows that people were watching and enjoying, which I thought was interesting. Isn't it, isn't it fairly normal, though, that spring and winter are the best seasons? I mean... And I guess what I'm trying to get at is, you know, wh- why is that the case? Because it's not so much like an uh, like Oscars, for example, like with movies where they're like, well, no one's going to remember movies from January or February or March. So they like front load the first half of the year with what some might say subpar movies and save their Oscar bait till later. Like anime, in my mind, really doesn't have that sort of system for doing it. Okay. So I guess people do say that and... I was trying to dig at, you know, is there any truth to that? Is there any... I I always just thought that the seasons kind of saved their... The meatiest shows for, like, for the seasons, you know, when, um... I don't know. Like, in the summer, everybody's out, like, playing outside, and they're not really watching anime, so they don't put things out in the summer. That's what That was always my theory, you know? And in the winter, you know, they're inside freezing to death, so they watch uh, anime all the time on TV. <laughs> I don't True. know. There may, there, may, uh- there may be no truth to that. But then you look at our list and you say, well, like, Villain Saga and Dr. Stone came out in the summer. Now, sure, they spanned a bit, but they started in the summer. Was Demon Slayer spring? I believe uh, yes. it was. Yes, yes. If you scroll up, I have the the season that they started in. Okay. I also, rem- I haven't been doing this for very long, but I remember last year when we did our Oscars, spring was always the highest one then, too. And I remember us having a really difficult time passing shows because there were so many that we all wanted to pass. And we had to fail things that we were pretty positive on. So I have the I data know. from last year, for example. So 2018, the number of unique shows per season, which means the number of shows that uh, the listeners thought were good enough for top 10. Spring 
uh, far and away won that. Like 33% of the vote, or 33% of the shows uh, came out in spring. However, if you ask listeners what their favorite season was, about 45% of them said fall was by far their favorite, mm. followed by winter. And spring only got like 17% of the vote. So, you know, maybe a lot of good stuff came out in spring, but not as great quality as fall provided. Maybe there's just that one show. Like, I think people are going to probably pick the season that they like the most based on that one show that they really It's like, possible. Really into. So maybe that sways their opinion. But if you look at it deeper, you're like, oh, wait, but this season had a more variety of shows where this one just had my favorite. And I think that could vary based on, you know, maybe someone doesn't watch a lot of shows. They watch maybe yeah. one or two a season. And, you know, it's just a which show was better is my favorite mm-hmm. season. Yeah, not all, not everybody watches 13 episodes a day. <laughs> like somebody here on this podcast. Hey, hey. No need to call out names. I, <laughs> I don't know who that could be. But. Listen, we have so much to talk about next week. It is going to be yeah, a very fun time. insane. What other kinds of interesting statistics did you gather, Mason? Um... I didn't try to take too many statistics because I didn't want this to be a bogged down number show. Oh, come on. But like I, know, some I know we'll do that later. Some of us are like, you know, data nerds, you know, and we like, you know, that's what we live for. I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that okay. to you later. If people right. want to know, they can look at the spreadsheet. Okay, guys. Well, we do have an awful lot of more interesting things to get to. Of course, we have a... Uh, a lot of a lot of awards to get through. How many awards do we have? Even like something like fifteen of them. Just thanks, a, fifteen. Yeah, just a lot of, of really great content to get to, and and um, we're gonna have the we're gonna get through the artistic awards where people have, have said like their favorite songs. We're gonna get through the worst anime of twenty nineteen, which you know may or may not be a surprise to anybody. And of course, we're gonna get to the best anime of twenty nineteen. But we have to have a news break here because you know this is television and. Of course, you know, we have to let the the, spon- um, the sponsors do the talking. Before we go, I just want to apologize if you're watching live. The overlay's all messed up because I wasn't entirely sure how we were going to do this. So you just see the awards at the bottom. So That's right. yeah, <laughs> not yeah. the introduction. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, the awards won't really matter anyway. So Exactly. No harm. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, we will be back after a short news break with the awards ceremony. So, you know, definitely don't go anywhere because I think that's why you're here anyway. So stay tuned. Hey, all you anime addicts, this is Mitsugi, and I am here bringing you your first anime news break, leading us off with some happy news from Paramount Pictures. About a year ago, people were panicking over the appearance of Sonic the Hedgehog, noting that he looked a little bit creepy on the screen, but having been remade into a vision of himself that represents more of what he was from the video games, it looks like the Sonic film has been a huge success, posting a four-day opening weekend of 68 million dollars for the hero, making this the highest grossing opening weekend of any video game movie ever, and actually any anime movie as I can remember in the United States. A huge success, and it looks like there could be sequels pending, 
apt as to the subject matter of the film itself. And for those of you that are fans of Sonic the Hedgehog, rejoice that the CG makeover was a success. Fans seem happy. The reviews have been good. And maybe we'll get a sequel sometime down the road from Paramount Pictures. And next up, it looks like the second season of High Score Girl, which is based on Nensuke Oshikiri's High Score Girl manga, is going to be on Netflix starting on April 9th. It's pretty good news that we have been waiting for it for quite a while as the as the nine-episode second season did premiere in Japan clear back in October on the 25th. So for those of you that are fans of Netflix and like watching anime on there, you no longer have to wait. High School Girl Season 2 coming to Netflix on the 9th of April. Next up, well, last night was the Crunchyroll Awards for 2019, which came and went with much fanfare from a lot of the anime industry. And the Anime of the Year winner, for those of you that haven't heard already, it was indeed Demon Slayer, or Kimetsu no Yaiba, which came to almost no one's surprise. What was probably surprising was Best Animation going to Mob Psycho 100 Season 2 after Demon Slayer won a landslide in the Best Animation category from Funimation, bringing a lot of uh, unhappy responses across social media. Other winners included Best Boy Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Best Girl, Raptalia from The Rising of the Shield Hero. Best Score was Maki from Carolyn Tuesday. And uh, Best Drama, Vinland Saga. Best Fantasy, Promised Neverland. Best Comedy, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. So for those of you that are fans of anime, you might want to watch their award show anyway in retrospect and just enjoy the, the celebration of anime that came in 2019. And wrapping us up, it looks like a message was flown over the Oscars this past week. It looks like Screen Rant reported that a banner reading hashtag Alita Army and hashtag Alita Sequel flew over the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles where that 92nd Academy Awards are being held. The Alita Army online took credit for the for the stunt saying that you know they want to have a sequel to the movie made. They raised $1,800 through a GoFundMe which were used to fly the plane over the stadium and then the remaining money is going to be donated. But uh, for those of you that are fans of Alita, someone else is doing your your battle for you, I guess, as they are trying to make themselves known by flying planes over events. This is me, Itsuki, and this was your anime news break. And now, time to get back to the podcast. Hey, all you anime addicts out there, remember that JList and JBox.com are a leading source on the internet for all of your anime, video game, anime figure, and Japanese snack shopping needs. JList is your friend in Japan and have a tremendous selection of most any anime or Japan-related merchandise you could want. So if you want to support the podcast and show your dedication as an anime addict, head over to JList.com or the non-adult mirror site JBox.com and you'll be able to find any of, the, any of your favorite anime figures, video games for your favorite console, snacks from Japan, anime DVDs, calendars, t-shirts, and so much more. You'll be able to satisfy all of your anime shopping needs over at JBox or JList.com. Hi, this is Tiffany Grant. Remember me? Asuka, Asuka Langley Soryu. Anyway, I'm a total anime addict, and if you're not listening to Anime Addicts Anonymous, what are you, stupid? And we're back from our news break. And now it's time for that moment that we've all been waiting for where we announce the winners 
from 2019. You all have made your voices very heard over the course of the last month, and we're here to let you know the results, and I will be putting the results up on the screen after we announce the winners so you can get a better look at um, the data and how, how uh, the different results sort of panned out. But, of course, I want to thank all of the podcasts that nominated shows for us. We do have a system where we invite different podcasts from around the world to nominate what they think are the best shows from 2019 or from whatever year we're working with. And then based on the poll that they sort of build with their nominations, we allow all of you to vote. And so I want to thank those anime podcasts right now, starting with Nerddom and Other Nonsense. Please check out them. My Anime Podcast, Recovery of an Anime Junkie, Anime World Order, Anime Summit, Vision and Otaku Spirit all contributed to our nominations this year. So thank you guys, and I recommend that people that are listening do check out our friends at these other podcasts that did help us put all of this together. So big hand, big round of applause, and thanks to all of them. Um, so since we are big nerds here with, uh, at least I'm a big nerd here with the statistics, we have some stats here. We had 4,826 total votes cast, of which... 579 of them were abstaining votes. So we do we do give you the option to sort of abstain. It's like, oh, well, I haven't seen any sports anime because I don't watch sports anime, so I don't really feel like voting. Rather than having you just pick something random because for the sake of answering the poll, we give you the option to sort of not vote. But you vote, but you're not voting. And that kind of, we feel, we hope, makes the poll a little more accurate. Yeah, we definitely appreciate the abstain vote because yeah. it, like you said, captures... No, the opinion's better. Yeah, and it's something like a, that was something like twelve percent of ever, of all the votes. So that does that that is being used. It does matter. Ninety-two different anime got at least one vote in some category. So a lot of shows here rec, uh, being represented. That's that's like almost half the shows that came out last year. So lots of different representation here across anime. And of course, the most nominated shows of the year were the first one was Promise Neverland. Was, in, was nominated in seven categories, which is just a ton. Demon Slayer, Vinland Saga, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, and Carol and Tuesday all nominated in five categories. So you're going to see a lot of those as well. I'm sure you're not surprised. And, of course, I want to touch on the nomination rules here real quick because people will say, well, why wasn't this nominated, et cetera, et cetera. The polls are made up of only anime that concluded in 2019 which means that there's a lot of shows here that ran for part of 2018 as well, but had but ended in the 2019 year. So don't get confused. There are shows that started in like November 2018 that ran, that ran until like the end of January. Those are also included. And only anime series are included. There's no films, no OVAs, um, specials. All that stuff has been excluded. So it's only anime series. So maybe that will help to clear up any confusion that you have. I uh, won't be playing any award music here because we were on Twitch and don't want to get in trouble. But without any further ado, let's start with the awards. People have been waiting. We got we got quite a few people watching. And we're going to start with some of these, like, you know, uh, softer sort of just, you know, the artistic awards. You know, we're not, we're not going to start out with the big stuff here. But, you know, as they do with regular Oscars, we got to get through, like, you know, best makeup and all that as well. So we have Best Animation, which is style and quality. Lots of good stuff nominated in this category. And the nominees for Best Animation for 2019 are Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, 
B-Stars, and Vinland Saga, all nominated in this category. And the winner for our fir- of our first award, Best Animation, is indeed going to be Demon Slayer. So people probably expected that in some part, and here's the polling data here on the site for you to look at. Demon Slayer ran away with this, 49% of the total vote, half the vote, probably the biggest landslide of any of the categories here. Although I will uh, say... Yeah, I'm scrolling through. It's by far the biggest. Yeah, and Mob Psycho 100 Season 2 definitely put up a fight, which took up another 23%. But other than that, everybody else fight, kind of fighting over scraps as Demon Slayer has come off, come out on top as by far the uh, the leader here in this category. Why don't we just rotate here between the three of us, Mandy? Would you like to take the best writing? Sure. Did anybody have any words that they would like to say about the Demon Slayer animation? I was going to say that I, I'm not upset about this because no. UFO Table did a fantastic job. Yeah, I mean, they did. There were some moments in Demon Slayer in, in the animation that were just simply mind-blowing. Yeah. I think it was like episode 19 maybe where he had the fight with the spider uh, sort of demon and some of that animation was just blistering. I mean, from start to finish, especially to be a 26-episode show, to just carry that animation quality from start to finish like that, I mean, I don't know what else can be said. I mean, the studio itself has proven itself already to be one of the best in terms of animation, but you can mm-hmm. really tell that they, 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 they sensed the popularity of Demon Slayer and they went for it and carried that, that popularity in a good way over to the anime. And I think you're going to see many more seasons of Demon Slayer to come, which will probably all look great. So, I think the key word here was consistency. I sure. feel like you could point two moments of Mob Psycho or Attack on Titan that might have looked better, but from start to finish, every episode of Demon Slayer was solid. And there was not like, oh, look at those janky horses or look at these janky frame rates. Like, just every scene looked just so well put together and the CGI yep. was incorporated so well that yeah I, I don't I don't have a problem with this at all all right so the next category is best writing or screenplay the nominations were promise Neverland attack on Titan season three part two Vinland saga Kaguya sama Carol and Tuesday and old maidens in your savage season oh maidens and the winner is Vinland Saga. There we go, Vinland Saga. Do we have the percentage? I don't see it on there. It is 20... Nope, never mind, I can't. The percentage for Vinland Saga was 24%. So. Okay. Yeah. And f- followed up pretty closely by other shows, but... Yeah, I mean, Vinland Saga... I don't think it's that shocking that the writing was just amazing. Yeah. So, to give you guys an idea. Um, I love Vinland Saga. I can't wait for more. I know it's a long... I know, the, I know there's a lot of more material to get to. I'm sure they're going to adapt an awful lot of it. And, I mean, geez, like... You, just, just from starting off, like, hating Askeladd to the fact that he became such a fantastic character by the end of that show, it just really shows, like, how much... And, and what kind of a command they had over pretty much everything in terms of the writing on that show. And I wasn't let down at all by it. That was one of those. That was another one of the shows where I ended up binging it, and it was just like this smooth as butter the whole time, from start to finish. Loved it. Loved loved every minute. So. Yep, it's it's my favorite manga, and I think they did a great job adapting the story into animation. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we have next, Mason? 
Next, we have best OP. Did, did we have a best ED on this? We didn't. I don't know. No. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it afterwards. But anyway, best OP. Uh, this one was a pretty close call, if you mm-hmm. will see. The nominations were Domestic Girlfriend, Dororo, Carolyn Tuesday, Kaguya-sama, Villain Saga, and How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? And the winner for best OP by the narrowest of margins. Oh, yeah. Is Dororo. And I thought this was interesting because in our uh, in the in the Discord poll where people could were unbounded by the judges, uh, the the winners tied for first was Fire Force and Demon Slayer, followed by in third place Dororo and Kaguya-sama also got a bunch of love. So, you know, a lot of stuff that. Uh, showed up in this one, but you know, Fire Force wasn't even a option in this one, and I've heard good things about those OPs, obviously. Yeah, no, the Dororo OP was one of my favorites. I think Kaguya-sama was probably my favorite overall, but I remember saying Dororo's OP was fantastic. I love the um, the direction of it, mm-hmm. and I also just like the song as well. Yeah, both very good. I I want to make a mention. We also had we had ED in the other poll, and it was actually a three way tie oh. between Villain Sagas ED two, uh, which was spectacular. Sarzanmai's ED, which kind of like bled out of the episodes really well, and uh, Domestic Kanajo. So Domestic Kanajo, I guess, did well in both OP and ED uh, to make up for the show in the middle of it. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why Fire. I agree that Fire Force had had a really fantastic opening. I'm, uh, I, you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes shows just get overlooked; they get forgotten. Um, I, I don't know. My theory would be that people, maybe people did, maybe, maybe the people nominating didn't like Fire Force, and so you know they didn't. It wasn't on the, the like the front of their mind when they were nominating. But I mean, yep. who, who knows really? For sure. So, it, and that's why we run the uh, the two polls because we get interesting results like that. You got it covered. But moving, moving on, what do we got, Mitz? So the next poll is the poll for best score. So we have best opening, but there's also best music. Can't forget about that. And every show has fantastic music, but some of them stand out just a little more than others. And, of course, you're going to have some music shows in this category, of course. The nominees for best music are Vinland Saga, Demon Slayer, Given, Carolyn Tuesday, and Run With The Wind. Those are, of course, so there, you got some music shows in there. And the winner of the of best music, best score, is going to be Carolyn Tuesday. So there you go. And not particularly, no not particularly close with 40% of the vote, followed up by Demon Slayer with 20%. So pretty much a landslide. Um, surprised a little bit to see Given that far down the list, but now in hindsight that I'm thinking about it, Given didn't, didn't really have a tremendous amount of music in the show. They only really performed like two times, I think. But um, Carolyn Tuesday, yeah, standing out. The soundtrack for Carolyn Tuesday is also available on iTunes, and I listen to it quite a lot. There's a lot of really good songs on there. And the uh, the other poll from the Discord perfectly matches this one. Carol and Tuesday one followed by Demon Slayer. So, no, yeah. help is in order. This probably would have made our boy uh, our boy Enzo very happy as well because I'm sure that he was well, he would have been pulling for Carol and Tuesday. So, okay, well now we're getting into the character awards. We know there's got to be like a best actor, best actress, or as we will call a best boy, best girl. 
So please take it away with Best Boy. I'll take it away with the best boy of all anime in 2019. Mm. The submissions were Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Shigeru from Mob Psycho Season 2, Thorkel from Vinland Saga, Askeladd from Vinland Saga, Inosuke from Demon Slayer, and Machio from Dumbbells. Uh, if you look at that list, you probably cannot figure out which one I voted for. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I, hmm. <laughs> But the winner is Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. There you go. And Tanjiro won with, um, I don't see the... 22%. Okay, thank you. 22%. Yeah. So. Not, but followed up pretty closely by, by, uh, by Oscar Watch. So, um, definitely, definitely. We had two Demon Slayer and two Vinland Saga nominations. So, you know, it's interesting to have so many different uh yeah sorry about the pie chart like some of the colors are so similar it's really hard for me to read it it's because there's so many (laughs) nominations that uh, yeah yeah Mm -hmm. poor poor google forms is like you have too many in the you have too many in the legend (laughs) too many yeah (laughs) uh some interesting uh people that won in the discord thing that didn't show up on this one was haiji from run with the wind Mm -hmm. lugosi from b stars maki from stars align and uh, Soma from Shokugeki Food Wars. So, you know, those are all a bunch of, bunch of good boys. A bunch of good boys. Tanjiro is a really good boy. He's so sweet and pure. He is. <laughs> but also Mob. Mob is like everyone's son. So, I would have been happy with either. There's a very distinct line in the sand of aesthetics between the two camps. True. But Machio is the only one that spans both of them, I think. You know, he's, he's right in the middle. He's got the good boy on one side. He's got the bad boy on the other. <laughs> I do love Machio. Yeah, no, nope, mine was Thorkel because I mean, come on, Thorkel is the best boy. Can't can't not have him. I can't not have him. Uh, moving on, we have right. the best girl, mm-hmm. and I guess it falls on me to announce the nominees. We have Nezuko from Demon Slayer. We have Reftalia from Shield Hero. We have Voice Crack from Mason. <laughs> Uh, you'll you'll you're, you'll hear why my voice is so terrible. He, in the, he's uh, a he's in a the sick hobby. boy today. A little bit. We have uh, Chika from Kaguya-sama. We also have Kaguya from Chika-sama. We have Yumiko from Kakegurui, and we have Emma from The Promised Neverland. Strong category. And yeah, another another pretty close call. But the winner was Chika from Kaguya-sama. That's right. Followed up. Do the dance. Do so the dance. narrowly by Raptalia by less than a percent. I think this might have been the closest category we had. So the pie chart is, again, difficult to read because there are indeed three three different items with, with a shade of red. However, the, the the top red one you see on the screen there is Raptalia. So pretty close. Memes. Post the memes. Do all the memes. Uh, I love but, our listeners because Chica is my girl. I love Chica. She's worth a vote. Just, she's worth a vote for the, for the ramen eating scene towards the end of that anime mm-hmm. by itself. So... I mean, she did. She did handle that bowl of ramen like a pro. I will say. Uh, some some people who won. We actually had a four way tie for best waifu in the Discord, wow. uh, and it, with only one of the people that appeared on this list, we had Hibiki from Dumbbell, okay. Nezuko from Demon Slayer, who also won the best Emoto award, which we didn't have in this poll, but uh, she won that one handedly. Uh, Honda from Fruits Basket, and Hina from Domestic Kanajo 
all were tied in the other poll. So, you know, very interesting, very amusing. All right. Well, now we have a category where that's you know, I, Mitsugi loves his sports. I mean, it just it is what it is, and uh, been a sucker for sports for such a long time. And I'm glad to see that every year, while it's not the the fullest category, the you know the biggest genre out there, it still gets pretty a pretty good representation every, each and every year, and that's what I mean, it makes me pretty happy. So, the sports category nominees are: How heavy are the dumbbells you lift? Run with the wind, stars align, and Captain Subasa. And of course, I'm sure that uh, some of you probably re- will realize that we are not indeed reading every nominee because there are a lot of them in some categories. Yeah, yeah, like the top four to six of yeah. them. Yeah, you can see them on the pie chart, but we're not reading them all because some of them just didn't get a lot of vote. And other than Abstain, which actually won this category technically, the winner of Best Sports Anime is... How heavy are the dumbbells you lift? With about 25% of the vote. Followed up not that far behind by Run With The Wind in second place. So, Run With The Wind is so good. This is this does make me sad. I mean, dumbbells was funny, though. Yeah, I mean, I think a, a lot of this has to do with the amount of people that watch the show. And I think that Dumbbell was a very heavily watched show that was a lot of fun. And, very, and, and honestly, very memorable. I mean, I mean, Machio's pecs alone, I mean, pretty memorable, so... I'm, you, can, you just can't forget that. So, uh, all right. So yeah, there's the winner, and of course you can see the poll in the in the live chat for those of you that are watching. You'll notice live. you'll notice if you look very closely at the pie chart that Keijo did not receive any any submissions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wonder why. Obviously. You know, it must it must just not be good. You know, just ignoring the fact that it didn't come out and didn't qualify, it just must not be good. Yeah, no one voted for Keijo because Keijo is the worst. It was because a mistake. No, no oh. one would make such a grave mistake. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> We're just kidding. So much booty. We're just salty. <laughs> Alrighty, so our next category is Best Fantasy of 2019. The submissions were Promise Neverland, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, Demon Slayer, Shield Hero, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, and Ascendance of a Bookworm. bookworm. The winner is Demon Slayer. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> and they won with 28.4% of the votes. Yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. The next one down was Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. Season 3, Part 2, at 18.5%. Yeah. It's a pretty big difference. Pretty big difference. I mean, yeah. it's this is, you know, when we start getting into these next, like, round of awards, which are, like, the genre-based ones, it's always so hard for me because I'm like do you give it to the show that's the best show that has this genre as a part of it or do you give it to the show that's the best representation of that genre you know like I could think that Attack on Titan is the best thing since sliced bread but in my mind it's not a fantasy fantasy show in the same way that like Bookworm is or I mean even slime. Demon Slayer yeah Slime for example they, they definitely fulfill that aesthetic of like what a fantasy is to me Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I would judge it. And but I'm, you know, not yeah. disappointed with these results at all. I'm also not surprised. <laughs> all right. Well, next we have next. a new category. Yes, indeed. The best it was isekai. Gonna happen. The it best was gonna isekai happen. anime with a very, very amusing pie chart to uh, go with it. But the nominees for best isekai are reincarnated as a slime, sh- rising of the shield hero. 
Ascendance of a Bookworm, Cautious Hero, and Sword Art Online. I'm not gonna the a Alicization. Alicization. You heard it. It's not even a not word from me, folks. Is that a word? It is now. It is now. <laughs> and the winner for Best Isekai was Rising of the Shield Hero. There you go. And uh, that was with a, a pretty commanding 28.4% of the vote. But, you know, a, a lot of these shows got a decent chunk besides the uh, the worst ones. <laughs> Slime wasn't too far behind. No, no. Yeah, I think this is a function. Of the, this is another function of of people having clearly watched some shows uh, in predominance for sure. So, Shield Hero was a very polarizing show that I think a lot of people watched. One to see what all the fuss was about, and two, um, you know, it just generally was watched heavily to begin with. So, and uh, is a name that everyone re- remembered, I think. So, but I but I enjoyed a lot of these shows. Right, the the, the Ray Carnet as a, as a slime was a lot of fun. Cautious Hero was was just flat out funny. Loved it, and um, so there you have it. There's the winner. It's not really that surprising considering Raptalia nearly won the other category, so it was probably telegraphed a little bit. So, all right. Well, now we are on what I think is probably the most competitive category, other than the best overall, and that is best drama. There's a ton of shows that fall into the best drama category because you've technically even sports shows are considered even sports is considered a drama at times. Is so. drama a sport? <laughs> Some mm. might say mm. so. <laughs> so a lot of shows in this category. This is a very meaty one. The nominees are B- Promise Neverland, B Stars, O Maidens in Your Savage Season, Stars Align, Carolyn Tuesday, and Baby Lawn. Just kidding. <laughs> Baby Lawn. <laughs> that right. is what it's called, yes. And the winner by, honestly, a, a landslide is Promise Neverland. Not close at all. With 28.5% of the vote, followed up in a distant second. Probably will make Mandy happy. B Stars came in second. And yeah, that was my nomination for it. Yeah. And in third place, Upstate. Not upset about Promise Neverland, though. I, d- no. I really enjoyed that show a lot. No, uh, but it's not a drama. Like that's not what makes the show good. What else would not? you call it? It's Horror. like fantasy or action more so. There's not a lot of action in it. There's action. There's you see them playing tag. That's some intense oh, yeah. tag. Action tag. Yeah. Spooky tag. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. All right, you crazy guys. Uh, the next category is best comedy, and the winner of this one won by a landslide. Oh yeah, crushed it. <laughs> so the nominations were Kaguya-sama: Love Is War, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Ore Suki, which I have not seen, but me, apparently me um, I've heard good things about it though. The quintessential quintuplets, and Hitori Bochi, another one I have not seen yet. But the winner is. Kaguya-sama, love is war. Yeah, murdered it. Yeah, it was a really good show. Literally half so of my good. chart. That was also my nomination. <laughs> All right. Mandy's flexing. Exactly. I gotta bust out my oh, dumbbells. She's, 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 she's flexing all day. You know, we, we say Machio once, and she's like, "Oh, what are these?" 
please. I know. We're going to have to go on break so I can change my shirt. I'm busting exactly. out. I'm trying you, not to. You need to, to order the new uh, AAA podcast. I'm just flexing over here shirt designed to help people be the macho that they want to be. If I, if I flex in this suit, I'm afraid I'd bust the sleeves off. So I'm going to have to <laughs> just going to relax. Stay calm. Yeah, stay cool, my dude. Stay cool. No, no, no thoughts of Machio. Just stay. Okay. All right, we're good. All right. And now a fan favorite category probably coming right up. Yeah, we'll rip through this. This is Best Action Adventure. Uh, the nominees are Attack on Titan, Mob Psycho 100, Demon Slayer, Vinland Saga, and JoJo's Part 5. Uh, and the winner is Vinland Saga. I, I think no uh, no debate there. Honestly, a pretty close pie chart, you know, between the top three, so pretty solid, but it's... I think this, you know, usually action slash adventure gets grouped together. Yeah. I think Villain Saga best exemplifies both action and the adventure that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you look at a show like Mob Psycho, which had phenomenal action scenes... But, like, they didn't really travel. They didn't journey anywhere. Uh, Villain Saga had both in spades. And, mm-hmm. obviously, easily, you know, a great pick for this. Yeah. Honestly, I'm a little surprised that JoJo didn't do better. I mean, there was an awful lot of talk about this, about this season of JoJo. And to get only to get not even 10% of the vote is a little surprising. But it didn't I wonder if the ending really hurt JoJo Part 5. There have been a lot of people upset about it. I'm not sure, but it didn't seem to do well in pretty much any category it was in, so um, I have no idea. Maybe it's just our It could also audience. be because it's season five and it's pretty long, so maybe a lot of people didn't watch it. Could be. And it was know. like a 2018 show that kind of poured over into 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And the next category is, of course, you know, it's a, it's a crowd favorite. What can I say? Everybody loves that nestled there just very snugly in a, right right about in the middle of the audience there's a big as we do a big litter box where Cornelius the cat mascot and all the other cats of anime go and they just take a big poop and those poops in rec- represent we'll just say not the brightest you know the, some of the dimmest stars in anime we're, 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 they're still stars but they're not quite as bright as the others and they smell a little ripe and that is why this worst of 2019 category is known as the Pooper Scooper. Which is where we take revenge on the shows that have hurt us in the prior year. And the nominees for worst of 2019, the Pooper Scooper, are One Punch Man Season 2, Domestic Girlfriend, Tri Knights, The Rising of the Shield Hero, Copcraft, and Adi Fureta, which I have no idea what that is. And the winner... I think someone did an impression on that one. It's bad. That's what it is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the winner, a little surprising, but maybe also not so much the, well, the loser, I guess, of the category is One Punch Man Season 2 with uh, 19.6% of the vote. And I realized that I typoed the title of the category, which, you know, but you get the point. People just hated this anime. This is definitely like, let's be honest, not really the worst anime of 2019, but people just were so pissed off about One Punch Man that they're just obviously taking revenge against it in this moment. I think 
in something like this, like, obviously, I do think that, like, Copcraft, and there are some other ones on there, like, Prince, uh, the Prices Smiles. Price Smiles, that was far, my submission. Yeah, Copcraft is mine. <laughs> and I was like, those may have been, like, I may personally think those are worse than One Punch Man Season 2, but I think One Punch Man Season 2 was the biggest disappointment for people. I feel like maybe more people watched that and were hurt by it mm-hmm. and probably not a lot of people watch Copcraft because they're like they heard the talk and were like I'll just avoid it so of course they're not going to vote for it so well, I think that's why probably I'll tell you right now that I personally voted for Copcraft because that show tried so hard to win this category it literally had a girl shit in a litter box in its yeah. runtime. so it was it was literally just a show that was pandering to this category and yet it still just couldn't do it Measly seven. Domestic girlfriend was also going for this pooper scooper award. You guys know what I'm talking about. They were trying to scoop out that poop, my dude. Oh my you goodness. know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh From God. the Discord, they their two worst shows that lost, quote unquote, by a landslide weren't even on this list. Uh, number one was Do You Love Your Mom and her two hit multi target attacks, which I think <laughs> Mandy did a impression, impression on. on. I that was, was pretty bad. <laughs> the other one was the sequel to Handshakers, uh, which was Wiz, <laughs> Wiz. like W W apostrophe Z. So uh, those two like were by far the worst in that poll. So a lot of a lot of bad stuff out there. <laughs> so now very exciting. Yeah, some of these titles are just bizarre. So Wiz, what? Okay, next up. <gasps> The next one is Best Studio. This one, this is an exciting one. So, which studio showed us the best that they can be in 2019? The nominations were Bones, MAPPA, Production IG, and UFO Table, and Wit Studio. The winner was, unsurprisingly, UFO Table. A.K.A. Demon Slayer. Although it didn't win by a massive amount, um, UFO Table got 27.2% of the votes, and shortly behind it, Wit Studio got 24.1%. So, and I think personally, I mine was Wit Studio because between Vinland Saga and Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, I think they did a phenomenal job this whole year. I mean, I didn't get to see the Fate seasons, though, so maybe that also gave it gave UFO Table a massive boost. That and Demon Slayer, of course. I think I would have picked Wit, uh, but Mandy beat me to it. So I picked Studio Bones because they did, you know, Mob Psycho. They did uh, Bungo Stray Dogs and a bunch of other really cool stuff that... I forgot they did Bungo. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They did a bunch of real nice stuff. So that was my suggestion, only because Wit was already taken. IG did Run With The Wind. They did. did they, what else did they do this year? Or last uh, year? Did they also do Boogie Pop? I don't remember. That might have been Madhouse. That might have been Madhouse. Yes, it was Madhouse. I do remember that now. I don't know. Hmm. Look it up. Look it up in the meantime. Uh, I figured I'll let uh, Mitz do the best of the year. So I'm going to run through a couple last second Discord polls that we did. Go for it. Uh, just to shout out a couple shows before we get to the last thing. Um, we asked people what their, the comfiest show of the year was. Uh, the winners were uh, Roommate is a Cat, Hitori Bochi, and Senko-san, which is like the helpful Fox one. So check those out. I asked listeners what the most WTF moment was 
uh, of the year. Uh, some good responses were uh, Promise Neverland. Uh, some of the body mutilation at the end of that threw people off. Uh, All of Stars on My was a very often response, just the whole show. Uh, moments from Attack on Titan, uh, Babylon, uh, Astralos in Space, and JoJo all had people scratching their heads for better or worse. The torture dance. Um, <laughs> I asked, you know, listeners, uh, what's the anime that you didn't get around to watching, but you're the most excited for? Uh, surprisingly, Vinland Saga, but I think because it came out so at, so much at the end of the year, they just hadn't gotten out to it. Uh, Beastars, The Promised Neverland, and obviously Curl and Tuesday, but that makes sense because it didn't fully drop until 2020. Finally, what is the show that listeners are the most excited for in 2020? No surprise, a lot of these are sequels. Uh, Promised Neverland Season 2, uh, ReZero 2, Snafu Season 3, Laidback Camp Season 2, Fruits Basket 2, and Idolish 7 Season 2. You know, gotta, gotta look out for the idol boys. And uh, yeah, we can do listener comments at the end, but I think I think we're ready. I think we've kept people oh, waiting gosh. long enough. Thank gosh, I just can't Let's wait anymore. It. All right, well, we have a lot of great anime in this final category. I'm actually going to read all the nominees for it, which we haven't done up until now, but I'm going to read them all. Quite a few, and and, I, and you know, I think I think we really did capture for the most part all the best shows from the season in this in this list. So. We're now going to get to the best overall anime for 2019. The full list is A Sentence of a Bookworm, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, Babylon, Beastars, Bungo Stray Dog Season 3, Carol and Tuesday, Demon Slayer, Dororo, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Love is War Kaguya-sama, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, Sadazan Mai, and Vinland Saga all rolling out like a list of the who's who from 2019. And the winner of Best Anime of 2019 is... The Suspense. Come on, guys. It's Demon Slayer. Obviously. And there it is, Demon Slayer. But not by... A, but not by a large margin because it only had 22.8% of the vote, followed up very closely with 19.4% by Vinland Saga. A close second place, third place, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2. The three anime combining for mm, roughly like 65% of the total vote, I think. If my math is and correct, honestly, it's probably not. But I think it's very impressive that Vinland Saga was not that far behind considering yeah. it's on Amazon Prime and a lot of people just don't watch Amazon Prime shows, so I think that did really well. Yeah. So, and and uh, and, and I think that that's pretty much what we've been seeing across every website or every award show that does any of this. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's the same shows. It's 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 Demon Slayer. It's Villain Saga. It's Attack on Titan. It's Mob Psycho. These are the sh- these are the four anime that have dominated the year for last year, and um, and you know they have eaten up most of the poll for this for us as well. So. It's kind of hard to deny it at this point, no matter what your audience is, no matter where you're from. Demon Slayer, Vinland Saga, these are the these are the best shows from 2019, and um, you know, I think I think we all watched those for the most part, and they were they were indeed really good. So you know, it's probably well deserved. Um, Demon Slayer winning a lot of categories tonight, probably uh, the most more than any other category. So, and uh, the chat is 
a little torn, I think. They're, they all were kind of pulling for different things, but, you know, not everything can win. Only one can be the winner. So, so but I have a feeling that you'll probably see, you, you may see Vinland Saga win next time, now that people realize how great it is, and they're gonna have, it's going to have an even larger audience the second time around. Of course, you may have Demon Slayer right there with it. So we might have a rivalry born here. We have, we have the Demon Slayer-Vinland Saga rivalry, because you can probably bet both of these shows are going to have three seasons at least. So... Mm. That I don't know. I think Villain Saga has a bigger barrier for entry than Demon Slayer. Well, that's one thing I kind of wanted to touch on is I'm so glad that the new popular shonen that like a lot of people will be introduced to anime through is good. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just uh, this is what you feed the, the the trough, the pigs coming to anime who are like, oh, anything is good. And they're just chewing up like this is a quality show yeah. for people to get into similar to like a... Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, where they're coming in and it's an easy jumping on point, but it's got a whole lot to offer. And I don't mind that its popularity is deserving of its quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, Demon Slayer has, God, that has been taking over the anime entire the entirety of the anime community we've seen it in japan too it's not like just us but like in japan too it took over the um is the oricon list for manga the entire the entire top 10 the entire thing that is insane no one not even one piece has done that so uh, this this next movie better be good (laughs) no pressure ufo table all right. Well, um, Mason, did you have additional comments that you wanted to go through? Um, uh, I had a bunch of like listener comments, but we'll we'll do that on the after party. Okay, I think yeah. no need to bog down this episode with more stuff. I think this was a very well done thing, though. Uh, I appreciate all the time you put into it, Mitz. You did solid. I mean, it was me- and all the people who obviously voted. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly the effort of, of, of hundreds of combined people who took the time to jump in and, and take our poll and tolerated all of the, uh, the social media messages and me yelling at them on Discord, you gotta go vote, vote, please vote. And then, you know, they're like, oh, shut up, Mitz, what are you doing? So big thanks, big thanks to everybody who voted. Thank you again to all the podcasts that nominated all of these different anime. Thank you to everybody who's supporting us on our website. And, of course, thank you to JList.com, who also supports us. We will be talking more about the results of the After Party and so much more. Or um, We'll be talking more about the results of the Anime Oscars in the After Party, which is going to directly follow this. And you know, and who knows where else that's going to take us. So I hope everybody yeah. had fun. Uh, any closing comments? Big thank you to everyone who has voted and participated. And this is really fun to do. But also, if your favorite didn't win, please don't take it personally. Everything was great. And we'll be back next year with the 10th annual Anime Oscars. And until then, I am Mitsugi. Good night. Bye, guys. Go watch anime.